0: Welcome everybody to the Friday night flight part of the every morning quarterback locker room Very special weekend here with every morning quarterback as we reached our 100th episode since the relaunch And we're going to be getting into some great stuff tonight on the New York Jets front Zach Wilson is back We got some comments from Jeff Albrecht uh, that we're going to get into in the opening monologue We're going to preview the Jets Steelers game, do some Jets bets, all gas gamers, some bold predictions And we're going to talk about the Stealth Spotlight, all coming up on Friday Night Flight. Let's get right into what the big story is here. There's a certain somebody is coming back and we didn't realize that we would be waiting this much for Zach Wilson to debut in 2022, but we're here. And not only have we arrived for the Zach Wilson show, uh, but after a couple of weeks of Joe Flacco, including one great fourth quarter comeback, man, we're pretty ready for Zach Wilson. And uh, I guess you could say that, Zack is back now. Spending all my nights, oh, my mother, going out on the town. Doing anything just to get you over my mind. when the morning comes, I'm right back where we started again. I'm trying to forget you. Had to. Had to. (laughs) So Zach Wilson is back uh, and we have so much to talk about as we preview, of course, the Pittsburgh Steelers against the New York Jets this weekend. And What are we going to get from Zach Wilson? And that's where I really wanted to start this show tonight. Like we've been waiting for this moment for since the first game of the preseason where I legitimately thought that, yes, this team is cursed, I'm cursed, something is cursed, because within one quarter, two series of our first preseason game, it looked like our 2022 season was done. Thankfully, Zach wasn't critically injured, uh, and he was able to come back, and we get him after a three-game stint where if you told me the New York Jets were going to be one and two without Zach Wilson going into a week four game, winnable Pittsburgh Steelers, I'd be pretty happy. Now, I got a little got a little too excited after the Browns game thinking, well, maybe we can steal another one. And, I mean, God, I picked up to beat the Baltimore Ravens, but that's me. So I'm happy where we're at. We get Zach Wilson back. That's where I wanted to start. And instead, I get to talk about the horror show that is the defensive coordinator because of some comments that he made in the press about Quentin Williams. Let's take a look. That is the instinct for sure. You know, there's like these critical moments in game and, and and why is Quentin not out there? You know, and you look to the side and he's gasping for air. Yeah, I'll stop it there because that was the context uh, that got really pushed onto Twitter and people lost their mind. Quentin seemed to not like it at all as he was refusing to comment towards media. Robert Sala had to come out and uh, and, and say that Quentin's in the best shape of his life. You know, I'm not going to talk about Jeff's comments. But just what first of all, who gave Jeff Ulbrich a microphone? Second of all, what are you doing, dude? Quinn Williams is our best defensive player. And your your rotational defensive scheme has been under fire all year, all week, because our best players are on the field like 35% of the time. And then he's got the, the guts. He's got the guts of a burglar to say that it's because Quinn Williams is out of breath. So Albrecht thinks Quinnen can't handle playing a ton of reps. Apparently he thinks he's out of shape. Well, let's look at the production. Stats don't lie. Numbers don't lie. Let's take a look at the production in the last three games where Quinnen has played over 70% of the snaps. 17 pressures, 10 run stops, 8 quarterback hits, 2.5 sacks, 0 missed tackles, 1 forced fumble, 2 pass deflections, 84.5. Pro football focus grade. Pretty damn good. And Jeff seems to think that he can't handle it. Push those numbers over a 16 game, 17 game season, playing 70% of the snaps, which is not unnormal. Now, on the flip side, Jeff seems to think quinton can't handle the snaps. I'm in the camp that thinks Jeff can't handle the defense. So if we take a look at those, are Quentin's numbers. When he plays 70% of the snaps, let's look at what happens when you let Jeff Oldbrick call 100% of the defense. In the 20 games that he's been the coordinator for the New York Jets, his defense has allowed a 69%, nice, completion percentage, 37 touchdowns, 8 interceptions, and a 7.7 yards per attempt. Dude, who's the one who can't handle the snaps, man? Something's not working on this Jets defense. I was excited going into this year because of the talent that he has, not him, sorry, Joe Douglas has procured and gotten on this team with Sauce Gardner and DJ Reed and CJ Mosley. You know, all of these things. Airs upstairs, that's right. All these things that we, all these people we have on this team, and yet something's not working. All right, who's? what's not working there's one common denominator in the two years jeff olbrick and you know obviously he's the defensive coordinator i'm going to get the most on jeff olbrick but it's still robert stala's blessing it's his scheme um he's the one that is endorsing this rotational bs he needs to step in and make some changes it's dumb we're even having this conversation still about jeff olbrick and the defense Quinnen is more than capable of playing 70 to 80% of the snaps. Anybody is. They're professional football players. We have the talent and the youth. These are young guys to play our better players more often, but we stay in the rotational prison. It benefits literally nobody. How do you get in a better game shape? You play more, Jeff. Too many times we give up the chunk plays in the key moments And then you peer to the sideline and you see why. The only rotation I want to see on Sunday is Connor McDermott moving to free agency. Everybody else needs to play. Ulbricht is clueless at this point. I trust the Dolphins training staff diagnosing a head injury more than I would give to Jeff Ulbricht knowing what to do with the defense on Sunday. Okay, I mean, if we're talking about 70 to 80% of snaps for your better players. Dude, <laughs> I, I don't know how he hasn't realized that they got to play. So Olbrick says Quinnen is always catching his breath. Funny to me, man, because it seems like Jeff Olbrick's time as the New York Jets defensive coordinator is the one gasping for air. And that's the takeoff. Let's get into the game preview here. We'll get into some Jets bets. Uh, And when we get into Jets bets, man, I I got some shoes to fill. Those who are watching, as I mentioned, our 100th episode is tomorrow. Those who are watching every morning quarterback stuff all week on YouTube, EMQ bets. Holy mother of God. uh, Are those boys on fire? Uh, And those who follow, BMAC just went. Like, I think he was perfect last night. Almost bet with him. I should have that last night would have been the night. He killed it. Um, So definitely watch that stuff and bet with him. You can choose to go with me too. I mean, you know, the New York Jets stuff uh, last week we were pretty good. We nailed all of our player props except for the Braxton Berrios any anytime touchdown, which was a shot in the dark. Um, we we nailed the over under. Uh, we didn't we didn't get the Jets spread, but I always bet Jets. All right, so we did pretty well um, looking at the New York Jets game last week. Uh, and I, I yeah, we're gonna we're gonna get into that. We're gonna get into that How about how the Steelers offense is just not very good. And he's tooting his own horn here. He's got flames, maybe five and 0. 5 and zero last night. We're gonna try to replicate that here on the New York Jets show. So let's get into the preview here. We got Zach Wilson coming back, and those who remember Zach Wilson from the how he ended last year, there was a lot of upside, although they they really dialed it back a bit. Um, Zach Wilson did, wasn't throwing the ball a ton in those in that last stretch where he played better. Uh, He had zero zero picks over the last four or five games. His passing yardage was down. His passing touchdowns were down. But he was doing a better job of reading the defense. When I was breaking down film on Zach this week, when I was looking at it, there's one key thing you got to watch for to really see if Zach's made strides. And every time that you could tell when he didn't know what he was looking at on the other side of the field, you got to watch his back foot. Every time Zach Wilson would drop back into, in, into his pocket, edge is rushing clean. He would look, first two routes aren't there. And instead of doing what most quarterbacks would do, which is then step forward into the pocket to gain yourself a little bit of extra time for a receiver to get open, Zach would take one half step back, and it would throw off his timing, throw off the play, and it was just showing you that he didn't know what he was looking at. Because he would hesitate and take a th- more steps back. Like, I don't know what I'm doing here. I'm not comfortable. And then in the final couple of games, the Houston Texans one is a great example. He started to move in that pocket instead of just going backwards and then just like retreating to the sidelines and throwing the ball into coverage. So I want to see more of what I saw in the Texans' Zach Wilson and the Buccaneers' Zach Wilson than what we saw uh, against Miami and against Buffalo. I want to see some improvement. Now, you're not going to see me as optimistic as I was the last couple of weeks because we're getting back into the hard part of a Jets fan season. This is the part where like reality comes crashing down. The Pittsburgh Steelers' offense is not good. So this is a winnable game for the New York Jets. My fear in this game is going to come down to the quarterback position, and that's why Zach Wilson for this game uh, is going to be our all-gas gamer Um, he's the guy that I'm looking to because this game is going to depend on a, it's a lot to put on a guy who's coming back from an injury and hasn't played in six, seven weeks. This is the guy that we got to look to because the quarterback play in this game is going to be critical. Mitch, Mitch Trubisky is going to give you chances. Uh, He's only averaging like a buck 90 passing yards a game right now. He's going to give you chances. He's going to give you short fields. Zach's going to be, got to be the guy to capitalize. And if he's not going to capitalize, this could be a long afternoon. The Jets need to get something going on offense. They're averaging 10 points a game right now. They need to get something going on offense. And what I fear is going to happen here, uh, and yeah, this is a great point here by Stan Pass. Jets minus 29 point differential, second worst in the NFL. Uh, It's brutal. Only worse, worst Titans, who I did not see beating the Raiders. But this Zach Wilson thing is going to be critical going into this game Sunday. Uh, we need something from Zach. And the only reason I'm hesitating is because if you look at week one of the NFL season, the cor- all most all quarterbacks struggled in week one. Passing numbers were down. The quarterbacks that didn't play in the preseason were really rusty in that week one. Zach is, this is essentially Zach's week one. It is Zach's week one. And he didn't play at all in the preseason with the exception of two series. One of those series he threw a stare-down interception to the Philadelphia Eagles. So I'm a little nervous that this is going to be Zach's first game. And if the rust that we saw from other quarterbacks um, is going to be there, then this could be a long afternoon of Zach Wilson's rusty. You have two shaky defenses. You have two pretty sputtering offenses. The Jets, 100%, in my mind, have the edge in the offense because Zach Wilson's ceiling in this game is much higher than a Mitch Trubisky. Brees Hall, Michael Carter, Garrett Wilson, much higher ceiling in my mind than a George Pickens, Chase Claypool, Najee Harris, um, especially the way that the Jets do defend the run. Could be a long day for Najee Harris, too. I saw his over-under for rushing yards is in the mid-60s. I would like that under maybe. The Jets have done a really good job this year guarding the run. Um, they've been more porous in the past game. So we'll see what uh, Mitch is going to do there. So looking at this game, no T.J. Watt is huge. Connor McDermott, though, playing left tackle. We're on to our third left tackle. Connor McDermott playing left tackle is going to be massive. Joe Sacco was sacked four times from that left side um, in, the, in the last game against Cincinnati. Connor McDermott is a dumpster fire. I put up on Twitter when someone was was talking about Conor McDermott, just a, literally a dumpster floating in the sea on fire. That's Conor McDermott. Um, so that, I don't care who Pittsburgh's got rushing. That's going to be a problem. So the Jets need to come into this game with a better game plan. And once again, <laughs> broken record every week, putting it on the coaches. I just want to watch a Jets game and think one time that the coaches watched film this week. And knowing how to exploit those weaknesses on Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's got a leaky run D. You have two great running backs. Short passing games also can act as an extension of the run game. I want to see more of this against Pittsburgh. And let's not just drop Zach back third and ten every single time and let them tee off on Connor McDermott. Let's not do a Dolphins. Let's try to keep our quarterback healthy for a couple games here, okay? Looking at the bold predictions for this game before we get into Jets bets, um, I'm, you know, these are supposed to be bold, right? They're bold for a reason. We've kind of been alternating weeks on who is the big guy coming out of the backfield, whether it's Brees Hall or Michael Carter. I mentioned the leaky rundy of the Pittsburgh Steelers. This is a game I think both Brees Hall and Mike Carter both go over 60 yards. um, And I think it's a game featuring the two running backs. I think Zach Wilson, if you're going bold, uh, his over/under right now on DraftKings sports book for passing touchdowns is .5. Um, Zach had about, I think it was, God, four or five games last year where he didn't throw a, a, even a single touchdown pass. So I get where they're coming from. This might be a game. He's coming back. He's got weapons: Garrett Wilson, Corey Davis, Elijah Moore, Barrios, Conklin. Why not? You know, throw some money down that he'll throw more than one. And then I like the Jets in a bold prediction here. Mitch Trubisky, he is a he is a giver, uh, and I would I would like to see the Jets, you know, take the ball out of Zach Wilson's hands and the offense's hands, and let's get on the board from defense. So, Jets scoring a defensive touchdown uh, is another bold prediction that I have for this game. All right, so let's get into some Jets bets here. All right, last I told you last week against the Bengals, we hit. Every, every player prop and team prop, except for the spread, I always pick the Jets, but they were six and a half. I really thought they were going to cover that. Uh, there was a couple of chances in that game to get that thing closer. Um, it was disappointing to see how that one ended. And then the only one we didn't hit were the two fun touchdown props, the first touchdown and the anytime touchdown. So this week, and I'll throw them up on the bottom of the screen here as well, um, I like the Jets plus three and a half. I think getting three-and-a-half points when you have two bad offenses um, and two shaky defenses, it's going to be close. I like getting points in that situation. So I'll take the Jets plus three-and-a-half. I like the under 41-and-a-half. This thing thing started actually at 42 and dropped to 41-and-a-half. The Steelers have struggled to move the ball. I mean – they can't sustain drives at all, and uh, they average literally 270 yards per game, 31st in the NFL, only better than the 2-1 than the and one Chicago Bears. Uh, meanwhile, the Jets' defense holds opponents to 336, 15th in the league, uh, but they're allowing 27 points per game, so a little bit leaky there, shaky. And the offense is, as I mentioned before, um, like 10 points a game-ish. And the Steelers' defense is forcing turnovers, six takeaways in their first three games. A lot of those came against Joe Burrow. Um, but I like the under in this one, only because I think it's going to be a, just an absolute rock fight uh, where two teams are going to struggle to score. Uh, you have a quarterback who's coming back who have not played in a while. So I think the Jets' offense is going to be sputtering to start this game. If Trubisky will be – he's played. He's going to be sputtering. So I think it's going to be one of those type of games. So I like the under. I can see this game being in the high teens. Um, so, I, I think I like the under 40, 41 and a half there. First touchdown of the game. Taking a chance here, but Zach had a great rapport with Tyler Conklin throughout the all of camp and the preseason and the green and white scrimmage. Um, I think Tyler Conklin, who's starting to come into his own a bit, albeit garbage time, hey, when it comes to fantasy, when it comes to betting player player props, no such thing as garbage time, baby, unless the garbage can's full of cash. So I like Tyler Conklin as the first touchdown. Uh, you get pretty good odds, plus 1,900 odds for Tyler Conklin to score the first touchdown of the game. Uh, then we get into our player props. I like Zach Wilson under 33 and a half passing attempts. He only logged 34 or more passing attempts in five of the 13 starts that he had last year. And I think him coming in having not played a lot against a leaky rundy where they're going to try to exploit that a little bit more i think they're going to keep this thing under which is a little bit of a gamble because the jets this year are averaging over 50 passing attempts per game good for like third in the league Um, but i think this is a game we see them really treat zach with some kid gloves run the ball take the ball out of his hands a little bit under 33 and a half passing attempts um so we got Brees hall over 60 and a half total yards. You saw him start to come into his own last week. He outtouched Michael Carter, which is good to see. Um, when the Steelers have surrendered literally the third most rushing and receiving yards, two running backs, um, an average of 164.7 per game. Mm, man. I like the over. When you're giving me just 60, for a guy like Brees Hall who catches out of the backfield, screen passes, is gonna run the ball. I mean, 50 of his 60 yards could be rushing, and the only needs is, like, one screen catch. So I like the 60 number that we're getting there. So I like Brees Hall over 16 and a half. And then I got you free money on the bottom there. You know, in this game, I mentioned it's going to be a rock fight. They're slinging mud. Boy, I like Zerline, who's been hot this year. Over one and a half field goals, giving me, giving me plus 10, 105 on that. Throw that into your Jets parlay for a Sunday. I think it's free money that Greg, uh, the leg Zerline, is going to have more than one and a half field goals in this type of game so there's your jets bets for sunday uh if we're if we're putting me on the line here i mentioned i like the jets three and a half this game is dependent upon whether some guys that have been missing like zach wilson come in and play well the steelers missing tj watt is big but the presence of Connor mcdermott offsets that in my mind Mitch Trubisky, I absolutely can see him out-dueling Zach Wilson in this game. I am not someone that's saying that Zach Wilson is going to come in and light the world on fire, even though I played a baby comeback video to start this program. I think it's going to be a, I think it's going to be a dog fight. I, I actually am not as confident in this Steelers game as I was last week, where I thought we had a better chance against – we matched up better with the Bengals team than we do the Pittsburgh team defensively. Uh, I thought we were going to exploit the Bengals defense, and we did not the Steelers' defense presents some more problems, um, especially with a guy like Zach who's coming in fresh and has a tendency to force the ball or stare down his receivers and make a Fitzpatrick's lurking in the backfield. So I this is going to be a tough one for me. I'm going to go with the Jets to win this game because I think on, a, on this day, I think if you put them head-to-head and said, who's the better team, on paper it's the Jets. Coaching edge goes to the Steelers 100%. So those offset, and it comes down to the offense. Both offenses are, if you look at them on paper, pretty identical. Um, and what's going to happen in this game? Both teams struggle on the offensive line. Both quarterbacks are turnover prone. Running backs are dynamic out of the backfield, catching and receiving. They have some pretty good, athletic, young wide re- wide receivers who can make plays. Uh, this is going to be a fun one. I got the Jets winning this game. I mentioned I like the under. Uh, give me the give me the Jets in this game. Twenty to 14. I'll take the Jets 20 to 14. That gets you your 2-0 line field goals as well. So the Jets have a big one this Sunday if we if we win this game. We're two and two. The Dolphins lost Thursday. If Buffalo loses to Baltimore. Oh my god. We are in October and next week the Jets Dolphins game could be for first place in the AFC East. Just because I uttered that sentence now you got to go put all your money on the Pittsburgh Steelers because you know that there's no way in hell that's going to happen. So the Jets are going to probably get smoked on Sunday. Uh, and we could be playing against Teddy uh, Bridgewater too, uh, although I doubt it. Uh, I think they're going to – they probably cleared Tua about five minutes ago, and he's probably already on the field practicing. They're probably hitting him with pads. Uh, but i we're going to see next week. Um, so a lot of excitement if the Jets can pull this one off for sure on Sunday against the Steelers. Uh, and last but not least – Our stealth spotlight for today, talking about our man, Braylon Edwards. Boy, man, Braylon Edwards, one of my favorite players. He didn't play for the Jets for long, a couple years, but unanimous All-American wide out at Michigan. Those who follow closely know I'm a a diehard Michigan guy, so followed him there. Drafted Drafted by the Browns after about four years, just, you know, things wore thin there. And after four games, he got traded in 2009 to the New York Jets for Chauncey Stuckey, uh, Clemson guy, I think, um, Jason Trusnick and two picks in the 2010 draft. Uh, it was a great deal for the Jets because Braylon stepped in right away. First game, he had five catches on a Monday night against the Dolphins. Um, J- Jets rolled 2009, 2010. Those are the glory years in my fandom, uh, AFC championship game, both, both years. And you got to see Braylon Edwards come up big in some of those playoff games as well, including a touchdown in the AFC championship game, big game against the Patriots, uh, the year following that. Um, It's a bummer that his his tenure with the Jets was so short, but huge Brandon Edwards guy. There's your stealth classic spotlight for tonight. Quicker one than normal tonight, but man, the New York Jets Sunday, Zach Wilson's back, loving it. Um, I'm looking forward to this game a lot. You steal this one on the road. We get what exactly what we thought we could be, which is back in the hunt this year in the playoffs with Zach Wilson. Uh, A comment from earlier Summed it up for me, which is Stan Pat's shout out Patriots fans watching. Uh, Wilson will get this team consistently at or above 500. That's the hope. That's the hope. And it starts Sunday. Um, follow all of our every morning quarterback brand stuff. Uh, we have the hundredth episode tomorrow of the new brand since we, since we relaunched after our time on ESPN or Fox sports radio. Uh, so tune into that 4. PM on YouTube and Twitter. Follow us at FNF underscore Jets for some more stuff popping this weekend. We'll be posting the Jets bets and all the Pittsburgh Steelers stuff. Brees Hall, shout out Brees Hall, player of the week. Uh, last week, even in a loss to Cincinnati Bengals for us, and uh, it kind of blew up on Twitter a little bit. Brees Hall's mom showing some love. Um, shout out to moms out there. Um, so big, he could win it two weeks in a row, man. Brees Hall is that dude, and I hope we see more of him coming up on Sunday. You can check out EMQ bets doing a special Sunday morning, uh, show, uh, not live from London, but live about London, uh, doing the saints and Vikings game. And then obviously we start the cycle right back up again next week with the Niners and the Patriots and more bets and Sunday slate, um, EMQU, college stuff, all that stuff. So tune in, follow us on social media and, uh, go out there and put some money on the jets. I'm feeling it. Zach Wilson is back, folks. This is what we've been waiting for. It's time that we see what we got in this kid, and it starts Sunday. Steel City, it's about to go down.